working for Coastal Living is pretty much the, the coolest part of my day. It is definitely like being on vacation all the time. We live in a world where it's always sunny and you're always on the beach and you know, who doesn't want to do that? Welcome to the Explore Home Podcast, where we navigate design trends with industry leaders and insiders, interior designers, and influencers who inspire the way we design furniture. I'm your host, Neil McKenzie, Director of Marketing from Universal Furniture. Let's get started. Today, we'll be speaking with Jessica Thurston, who's the Special Projects Editor with Coastal Living Magazine. Universal has partnered with Coastal Living on a second collection, appropriately named Getaway, and we're launching this at our virtual market experience on April 22nd. You can sign up to get access and check out our virtual events today at universalfurniture.com slash virtual market. For today's conversation with Jessica, I would recommend you use this to think about your next getaway to someplace warm and sunny and experience something that Jessica gets to live out daily while working for Coastal Living. We're going to touch on the brand, the lifestyle, and coastal home interiors, as well as what goes into finding some of the hidden gems for the magazine. So grab a coastal cocktail, enjoy, and we look forward to seeing you virtually on April 22nd. Jessica, thanks for coming on to the Explore Home podcast today. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm sure, like many, you are at home uh, working remotely. I am in Birmingham, Alabama. So, and you're in Birmingham. All right, great. So, um, yeah, we are. We're in North Carolina. I'm, I'm here in my my home office, uh, which actually is a an office that is built into a closet. I used to use it when I used to work from home um, many moons ago, and it's a little it's a little weird, a little bit surreal actually being in the closet. But I have showered and I have brushed my teeth. So <laughs> me too. This got me up and got me going this morning, so it was a good thing. I have <laughs> well, three good. kids at three kids at home and my husband working from home, so we have a full house. <laughs> yes, I have. That's a lot. I have my daughter has. Uh, she's in her virtual learning experience now. She has not showered or brushed her teeth. I don't believe, but. Um, <laughs> She's still, uh, she's marching along on our work. So, and my wife is kind of multitasking to say the least. So, um, <laughs> well, I think today, what better way to have a conversation all about coastal living in our new collection appropriately named Getaway, which I think yeah. is what we all could probably use, <laughs> but Absolutely. Um, we're going to talk through a little bit about just coastal living and uh, the collection, your experiences with the brand kind of, you know, how we respectively view the brand in the marketplace. We're going to use this to help us with our, our virtual launch of the collection. First off, if you don't mind, if you can just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and, and how you ended up at Coastal Living and how long you've been there. Yeah. Well, I have been with the company for 16 years. I started my career as um, a magazine editor at a magazine that was just launching called Cottage Living. And I was one of the founding homes editors of Cottage Living and launched that magazine and um, was there until it was closed in about 2008, 2009. And I moved over at that point to Southern Living. As my family life was changing and I have three kids and um, was kind of trying to have a little bit more of a balanced life, I took a cool opportunity to be the editor at Southern Living and now at Coastal Living for their special issues. And that's really sort of um, just responding to everything that has happened in the newsstand marketplace, uh, which is what how Coastal Living has come into its current form. Basically, 
the, the magazine world is changing and the newsstand marketplace has changed. And so there are, were so many magazines that were being run as sort of your traditional monthly magazine that was supported on the business side by advertising and subscriptions by readers. And really Meredith kind of t took a new approach to that and has really sort of changed uh, the model for how magazines can operate. And so some of the smaller magazines like Coastal Living, we transferred it over from a monthly rate-based magazine to a newsstand only product that sold on newsstands. And also we now sell subscriptions to it as well, but really changed the product. So I know when we first began our collaboration with Coastal Living, uh, it was right about the time that Meredith was acquiring Time Inc. Uh, and mm -hmm. the magazine was moving from a monthly subscription magazine to just a newsstand. And I know right. um, there's a lot of conversations as to as to why. I know there was each event we ever did with the magazine at different retail partners or what have you. I know there's a lot of very very passionate Coastal Living readers that oh I want my I want my monthly I want my monthly. But can you talk about some of the changes that the magazine kind of went through? Because I think what people will find is probably a a much more content feature rich, almost a higher end feel is what I was what I've kind of characterized it at in terms of just the changes within the, the book itself, how you guys approach now going from a monthly to a quarterly, one that you can get either at your home or obviously at a, at a newsstand. But what are some of those things that you guys all looked at? Yeah. And I should say, I've been doing this now for Southern Living for, you know, about the last six to seven years and really the, it sort of served as a model for transferring coastal living over. And we call it a bookazine because it's sort of like a book meets a magazine. It's more book-like in that the specs of it are a lot higher. There's more pages. We're at about 112 pages total. The paper is a really thick quality. It's much, much higher than what you see on normal monthly magazines. So the photography prints just much richer and more beautiful. The coastal photography is just unbelievable on this paper. It really kind of feels more like a book. It's bigger, it's fatter, and it really doesn't have any advertising. There are ads in Coastal Living, but the ad edit ratio is completely different than what you find in a monthly magazine that is supported by advertising as part of its business plan. So it really freed up Coastal Living to really just focus on content and focus on that connection and experience with the reader is just packed. Literally, you go from story to story to story and it's completely uninterrupted experience. So we have just kind of a home and decorating stories, travel stories. We have a few entertaining food and recipe stories. And so it really is just kind of a shift that has taken place. In Really, we're seeing this in our industry. There are still going to always be those magazines that are enormous brands that, that will stay monthly magazines. But honestly, the landscape for publishing has changed and is changing so much that this is really the new frontier. This is the new model for publications. We have fewer frequencies, so we're four times a year, we're quarterly, but those issues are bigger. They're really rich with a different kind of mix of stories. We have travel and home stories and the experience for the reader is really great because it's just on this really great thick luscious paper and it's been a really interesting shift i think of course it's a change for readers who always got that monthly magazine and expected that but i think also we're seeing that readers lives are busy you don't always get to read 
10 to 12 magazines a year. Um, a lot of times, if you really look at your reading habits, you're really probably reading four to six magazines cover to cover a year. Those are the trends that we were seeing. So therefore, if we're reducing the frequency, but pumping up the pages and content, it really kind of ends up fitting our readers' habits better and still delivers them, you know, everything that they want out of a magazine, but it kind of better fits their schedule as well. And what's it like to work for a magazine that kind of, I mean, I always feel like, you know, Coastal Living, you kind of dive into the pages of Coastal Living and you immediately feel you know, it's like a better version of yourself, that feeling of almost being on vacation almost. <laughs> but oh, right. what's it like to work for, you know, a magazine that's kind of, that's, that's kind of the, the content capture just in terms of travel, home, food. I mean, it's the fun stuff, if you will. But what's that been like for you? Absolutely. It has been so much fun. I mean, listen, working for Coastal Levine is pretty much the coolest part of my day. It is definitely like being on vacation all the time. Uh, we live in a world where it's always sunny and you're always on the beach and, you know, who doesn't want to do that? So it's been really exciting and fun. And I think just the lifestyle in general, it really goes through the pages. You know, when you're on beach time, wherever you're vacationing, you have a different mindset. And that is really the mindset of the magazine. It's very laid back. It's friendly. It's approachable. It has been so much fun to work on the content that we get. Oh my gosh, beach. I mean, it has been for me as an editor, it's been so hard because everything that comes across my desk is so beautiful and so amazing. <laughs> it's so hard to choose. <laughs> I'm sure. And and when you think about a coastal lifestyle, in your own words, I mean, what is what is kind of the coastal living lifestyle mean to you? Coastal lifestyle we like to to really cover a broad reach because the beach is so varied. You have more of the U.S. kind of domestic beaches, the Southeast and kind of East Coast vibe, which is a, a very relaxed Americana kind of feel, coastal cottages, things that are really sort of like that just really charming kind of nostalgic feel about the beach. But then we also have sort of like the West Coast cool factor that we see in our pages. That's a lot more of sort of the West Coast California vibe, which has a lot more of kind of modern elements, a little bit more glamorous. Then we also cover and see a lot of sort of that more tropical feel, which is truly that sense of getaway and escape where you're on vacation and you're staying in a really fabulous resort and it's just that ultimate feel where you are just letting all your cares go away laying out on a chaise with a drink in your hand and just you know really enjoying life so we like to cover all of it in the magazine so that's why you'll see everything from enormous very high-end beautiful beachfront homes to the charming little shack beach shack cottage I mean, we go mm -hmm. all sides. We're all the way from one, one side of the country to the other, West Coast, East Coast, North and South, and really kind of try and get that whole experience of the beach from, you know, the, just the really humble cottage to the really fabulous, um, you know, high-end, luxurious home. And we sort of try and cover everything in between. And, and you know, kind of on that subject of homes, um, you know, I know, I think you've just kind of touched on this, you know, you really want to kind of showcase the variety of uh, what living, you know, on or near the coast or a body of water uh, kind of feels like. Um, are there are there certain kind of trends that you see amongst like on the interior side? 
you know, Absolutely. within kind of the home space? Yes. And one, one of the really big things for us is color. And I feel like people and their beach houses want to be a lot more playful and have a much more of an appetite for embracing color than they maybe do at their regular sort of suburban home. And that's been really a fun thing. You know, coastal beach homeowners love color. They love pattern. And it's just a really fun way to express themselves and express in their interiors just a more relaxed, playful attitude. I was, yeah, and I think, you know, that's actually kind of on uh, some of the new stuff that we're working on especially the inclusion now of special or upholstery with, you know, what the typical palette might be for the upholstery items and the soft goods within the collections, but now having this opportunity to, for, you know, 455 fabrics and, you know, all these performance fabrics that certainly right. resonate with the coastal home side of things of, you know, maybe having it to stand up to a little tougher test, whether that be folks coming back from the beach or just, you know, pets, uh, all those things that you think of yeah. kind of maybe, being near the water, but I know colors is certainly a, a big part of that as well. Yes. And, and that, you know, I've found, especially working in magazines outside of coastal, the coastal homeowner is really the one who brought in that performance fabric into the market. I mean, for so long, people in beach houses with these needs for upholstery that needs to stand up to wet bathing suits and sandy feet and dogs and all of this stuff, their need for that and their desire for that really kind of brought that mainstream because then suddenly people all across the country were like, well, I have kids, I have pets. I want right. my sofa to, to work as hard for me in my normal house as it does at the beach. And so I think that's another thing that has really helped become, you know, the idea of taking outdoor fabrics and bringing them inside as well has been something that we see a ton of in coastal interiors. But personally, I also see on all sides of my work now that's really mainstream. And do you find a sense of looking for things that are probably more, um, you know, relaxed, just in general relaxed, it's, it's probably a more casual setting, whether that means on the dining side, just that sense of whether it be family time or just casual in general that you're seeing? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think texture plays a big role in that. We see a ton of rattan, bamboo, really, you know, natural wood pieces that people are using in dining and living in bedrooms. And it's just kind of that relaxed feel. A lot of upholstery too, but then it's like people want to have sort of that slip covered look and just a really kind of relaxed and casual attitude that goes throughout all their rooms. But that texture comes in so much with, um, with those pieces that people, you know, feature in their homes. And a lot of that's in dining. And some of it is sort of outdoor inspired pieces. You know, we see a lot of wicker furniture that's brought inside in beach houses just to get that really kind of laid back feel. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Now, are there certain colors that you see? You talk about colors and textures, but is there colors that you see that are more specific trends within kind of that coastal palette? We've always said that coastal living readers love blue and white. They can never get enough blue and white. And, and really that to me translates to all shades of blue, turquoise, aqua, even sort of more green shades of blue, but really blue is forever the coastal color. It starts with that, you know, that water and the beautiful sort of different shades of the ocean and introducing that into your home. So blue, it will forever be, you know, probably the number one color that we see that people love. But I think that also 
you know, people love to incorporate different colors as well. We see a lot of green and we're also starting to see a lot of like kind of pink and orange. Mm -hmm. I think people are so inspired by their surroundings and that's really important in a coastal home. You want that home to reflect your surroundings. If you're in the Gulf in Florida, then your home is really responding to those colors of, you know, a lot of the white sand beaches and that crystal blue water and incorporating that. But if you're more in the low country of South Carolina and you're kind of letting those more mellow colors reflect in your interiors as well. And same, I mean, you can go all around the country and say that, but I think sometimes people will respond more to, you know, a sunset and the picture, the colors that come through in a sunset. And I really think that's where we're seeing a lot of the pinks and reds and yellows that we've seen recently because there's so much blue and I think people are just excited to you know try some different colors so we've seen a lot of kind of more of those warm kind of reds and yellows and pinks come through which is fun. Cool well, let's talk about kind of the the current issue that's out the escape issue which I know you guys do annually that issue I think resonates with a lot of your readers I know I think everyone is looking for a little of that right now a little serenity but in this particular issue, you have a lot of really cool, like hidden gems, particularly in the state of Florida. But what's what's the process like for the escape issue, just in terms of you know how do you find some of these these places? Um, and is it a mix of from from readers and travel? But what's that process like for you all? This big annual feature that we've done for years that's called Best Places to Live, and that's really what the escape issue is about. It's about living your dream and living the dream of moving to the beach, living in a coastal town. And we find that so many people, whether they're actively doing it or they're dreaming about doing it one day, we sort of, that's really what this issue is about. It's about, you know, the beach is the escape and you can do that for a week on vacation or you can live that every day. So we really focus on this big feature that's called Best Places to Live. Our travel editor, Tracy Mankin, is amazing, and she cultivates that list every year, and we really come up with, like, the 10 best places to live on the coast. And it's, it's really seriously vetted through median house prices, outdoor activities, walkable trails. She really goes through and looks at it as a very scientific and sort of sincere approach. And also finding new places. She is always kind of talking to people and we are kind of pounding the pavement with not only readers, but also sources and homeowners and resorts and hotels and all that kind of stuff to sort of what are the new places on the horizon? What are kind of the new cities that are a great value, but also just a great place to live? And so it's always just a really fun sort of way to go through. Whether you're actually looking to currently move or you're just dreaming about it one day, it's just really fun to sort of dream about and think, okay, one day, can I see myself living here? You know, and yeah, most of all, yeah. mostly the answer is yes. I mean, I'll take any of them, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. That's what we said as we flipped through. We go down to Florida every February to visit some family and do some things. And there were some places on there that were like, oh, we need to go check this out. So yeah. um, it was pretty cool. I know you've gotten to see a few of the items from the new collection that we're launching, Getaway. This is the second collection for those that may not be aware just yet. So this is the second collaboration that we've done with the editors and the team at Coastal Living. But the first collection was called Escape. So there's a, a theme there, if you will. And I think all of us could probably sign up for either one. But um, Absolutely. What's, um, 
What's your take on, on what you've seen? You know, as you, as you talk a little bit about your reaction, I'd be curious. Let's share maybe just kind of your reaction to some of what, what we've shared with you and what you've seen through the process. Yeah, I have been so excited by the collection. It looks amazing. And I think some of the things that have really come through with that is what I was talking about with that texture. I love seeing all of the sort of rattan and bamboo inspired pieces. I think especially when you're looking at sort of smaller occasional pieces, like whether it's an ottoman or a side table, people are always looking for that kind of unique and special sort of smaller piece to add that kind of tells a story or, you know, is a fun accent. And the collection has a lot of those, which is really cool that I think will be really popular with people. The upholstery obviously is huge. I think there's just something so great about finding that sofa that you love, but that comes in any fabric and color that you want it to. And so you can really customize it for your room. And I think too, something that was really exciting for me are a lot of the cool bedroom pieces. I find personally that bedroom furniture is really hard to shop for. Finding great bedside tables and chests and beds is really a struggle. And a lot of the stuff out there all looks the same and is all just a kind of very basic. And so I was really excited about some of the pieces, bedroom furniture pieces in the collection. I love the beds that have the bamboo and rattan on them. And then also just coming those bedside tables and pieces that are kind of unique and have some cool details on them. Very cool. I think we get a lot of inspiration from listening and working with the editors and the team who I think are obviously responding to, you know, the readers and the fans of which I think the readership base is just so loyal and passionate about, you know, this magazine. But talk a little bit about what that process is like, how you all share information, you know, through your channels with us and where you guys get some of that information from. Yeah, the Coastal Living readers, they're so passionate. They are very loyal readers, passionate about the coast. I mean, our transformation from our monthly format to this new quarterly format taught us that any sort of change for them was like, wait, what are you doing with my magazine? Yeah, they noticed. Yeah, absolutely. And that is, that's what you want to see. I mean, that's amazing. So But we really kind of see and hear from them in a lot of different ways. We obviously, through social media, um, through Instagram and, um, you know, Facebook and all of that, have sort of some nice communication from them. We get tons of letters and emails from readers all the time. Sometimes they're like, you left off blah, blah, blah city off of that list. How could you? And we're like, oh, you know, we considered it, but it didn't make the cut. Or we're like, oh, we totally did. Wow. You know, we'll, we'll catch it next time. So they're also very passionate about sending pictures of their homes and different things like that. So we hear from our readers a lot. That's been really fun for me to kind of get that communication with them. It's hard to select things for the magazine. Cause like I said, everything that comes across my desk is so beautiful. And we really try hard in selecting what to feature in the magazine. For me, first of all, it has to have a great view. Right now, a lot of the stories that we're doing in the magazine for homes, one of my filters is that I really want to show people that strong connection to the water. And so I really am trying to kind of at this point, just focus on beach houses that have great water views. I know not every house at the beach is on the water and that's totally fine but I think sometimes of what we portray 
we need to have a great water view that you can see through the windows and just get that really strong connection to the beach and to the water. So that's kind of one guiding force, I would say, that in selecting things. But otherwise, we really try and, you know, show all different sides, things that are more colorful. There's also a really strong force in coastal decorating that's like all white and just really simple. And I think that is also something that we'll show, but we really try and just have a strong mix. So putting each issue together is so hard. It's like choosing favorites and it's just, it's really hard, but it's just all about that mix. Yeah. And I think, I think for, for folks listening, I think you'll see as you, as you begin to kind of dive into the getaway collection, the second, second collection of Coastal Living, I think you'll begin to see how a lot of that information and influence from your team, Jessica, you know, played its way into kind of where we ended up. The hard part is almost editing down, I think, the mix of, of what we go live with, which is, um, which is hard because all of it looks super cool, you know, just yeah. trying to find that right, that right mix for our customer base as well. So last question I have for you, from a coastal living standpoint, what's your favorite kind of coastal getaway? Oh, gosh. Ooh, that's hard. I mean, one thing that has been great for me to learn about coastal is that it can mean so many different things. There's so many areas of the country that I've been exposed to now that sort of have broadened my view on what coastal is. But for me, my forever favorite, honestly, will be the Florida Gulf. I mean, you cannot get a better beach, in my opinion, than the Gulf. You can go to the Caribbean, you can go to Mexico, and they are fantastic, but the beaches in Florida are so close for us and just can't be beat at all. So that's probably my favorite place to be. But I think it's more just that mindset of being in a beach chair, just looking out at the ocean and really just being on vacation time and having just that mental yeah. getaway. I could probably do that anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, well, there was no wrong answer. So that's the good yeah. news. Uh, and then I think the follow-up to that, of course, what everybody probably wants to know, what's your favorite coastal beverage? Oh, favorite coastal beverage. That is a good one. And there's no um, wrong answer here either. So Yeah, it's got to be a margarita. <laughs> I love a good margarita with salt, by the way. So nice. yeah, you can't, you can't get better than that. <laughs> uh, we look forward to, I think, everybody probably having maybe a, maybe it's a good uh, nightcap for everybody tonight or uh, five o'clock somewhere. Um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, excellent. Well, I appreciate you uh, joining us today and, and giving some perspective. And we, we hope, obviously, you and your family, everybody stays safe uh, down there in Birmingham. Thank we you. Look forward you guys to, too. Yeah, thank you. And we look forward to seeing you live and in living color either later this summer or in the fall. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Thanks for spending some time with us today. I've been your host, Neil McKenzie from Universal Furniture. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and follow us on Instagram at Universal Fern.